It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to yet another edition of the Insider. Gosh darn it, I did it the last time too. Welcome to the the edition of the Industry Insider podcast. That's what I'd like to say. Uh, I'm Bill Petrie, your host. With me are my three other co-hosts, Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden. Get to them in just a second, but first I want to thank our great sponsor in Gold Star Pens. You know, a lot of people know about their fantastic writing instruments, but they don't realize they carry the top product categories as well from promotional products. So it's not just pens. They also have wonderful, wonderful uh, drinkware, stationery, and bags that will help you put your brand right in the hands of your clients. They also have that full color, uh, full color USA made drinkware that's really there to impress the list goes on and on so if you want to sign up for a simply a free simplicity starter kit and learn a little bit more about gold star pens go ahead and go to goldstarpens.com you won't be sorry that you did now I would be remiss if I didn't remind everybody that this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify just search promo corner in the handy search feature and hit subscribe all right, with me as always, Jeff Franklin, the National Accounts Manager of Headwear USA. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing awesome, man. Uh, I, I think it's a great, uh, great, great vibe we've got going on. I love this little. Group. I think so. I know you're ready to walk the dog. Stephen McFadden, President <laughs> of Perfect Promotions and more. How are you today, Stephen? Doing great. Excited. Excited. Ready to polish the bishop. All right. No, he Meg said stretch Herber. the ferret. Stretch, stretch the, the ferret. ferret. <laughs> Whatever. The, Apparently, I'm the, I'm the polisher of bishops. I don't know. This is very Whoa, confusing. Meg, oh, Meg. I don't know. It's too much information. Too I much. am now extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> um, with me, with us as well as Meg Erber, the outside sales manager for SNS Active, where Meg, I hope you are doing well. Today. I am. I am just glad I'm not sitting next to Kenny Vett on an airplane right now. Aren't, aren't well, we as all? long as you weren't sleeping. <laughs> as it's long not as I'm not sleeping. Yeah. Well, absolutely, because he'll get you if you're sleeping. Now, I think we have an interesting topic today, and I guess you know people will tell us how interesting it is. So we're going to talk about something that uh, it was a topic I actually came up with, so I'm going to go ahead and kind of uh, grease the wheels. Can I say that, Jeff? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine, man. I'm totally good with that acronym. All right. Or, I'm or whatever I'm, you call it. It's I'm not an lube. acronym. That's <laughs> a, gonna, that's a, what, what do you call that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to lube the chassis, though, here as we talk <laughs> about... Why our industry seems so resistant to change and evolving? And it's something I notice on a a daily basis that our industry seems to be very slow, if not resistant, to adopting technology and other things that are proven sales tools in other industries. And one of the examples that as we were getting ready to record that I brought up was the podcasting obviously this is a podcast but as as recently as three years ago there are only two podcasts that i'm aware of promo kitchen had a podcast and then kirby and i uh, kirby hossaman and i started the unscripted podcast and now you're seeing a lot of people adopt that but it seems like we were still so behind the times as opposed uh, when you when you juxtapose it with other industries 
And I see that with how we've gone to market. We are still very reliant, I should say, not resistant. We're very reliant on printed catalogs. We covered that in a previous episode. We, We tend to... Um, still do things the way they've always done. Uh, you know, I think we all love the idea of promo standards, and I think promo standards is doing a great job, but it's very difficult to get a lot of suppliers on that promo standards page. And so I wanted to chat with you guys, and, and from your perspective where you guys sit, we have two suppliers here, one distributor. Do you feel our uh, industry is resistant to change and if so where do you see that manifesting itself and I'd like to start off with uh, let's start off with you Mr. McFadden what about you where do you see or do you think the industry as a whole is resistant to change well coming from a you know family company you know we business been we've been in business for about 17 years um, you know from when I started you know it is interesting you know 17 years ago we were still we were pretty heavy into it computer tech age already you know in 2002 wasn't obviously as as dominant as is now but I remember our processes were paper folders uh, fax machines using using faxes for art proofs and art submissions um, you, you know and, and we were that way for a while because that's what the industry standard was at that time um, and I don't think we we, we fully adopted you know, going paperless and going, you know, full on board with tech for years, you know, because it wasn't even accepted as as a formal way of submitting artwork or, or POs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, from, from that perspective alone, it takes what I think several years uh, or, you know, or a year or so delayed just to get caught up with the times. Now, I think we're starting to adapt quicker because it's, you know, as you get more and more involved with tech you're more aware of the changes happening so you can catch up with it quicker uh but yeah no i I do think this industry has been resistant and slow to catch up meg what about you well i agree with that all of that but i do think that we now in this day and age live in a day of instant gratification and with that it becomes you know the technology as as what Stephen was saying back then it was paper proofs faxing i mean when someone says can you fax it to me i'm like you still have a fax machine so yes both sides of it when i look at my own industry or my own the company that i work for sns activewear you know the big thing of it was you know gildan and and through the loom and all these basic brands kind of ran the t-shirt aspect of the industry and then soft combed ring spun t-shirt fashion t-shirts hit the market and they hit the market hard and i feel like sns was a pioneer for that and so so much as our competitors noticed and then they started picking up the brands so i think yes it is about educating the distributor to educate the end user of why their customer would want these and why they should change and i think it it's our job to educate them to educate the customer so if they're doing that and like like in the last episode that we did it's all about you know education and i think once people are informed and it's not so taboo to you know send a fax then i think they're more open to to do it awesome awesome jeff what about you because i know this was a topic you weren't sure where i was coming from on this so we talked about it before we started recording where do you where do you feel uh we, we fall on this 
Well, I mean, you know, the dumb millennial, right? So, <laughs> um, I don't know. So, I mean, like I said, and you know, several times in the past, I've I've been on both sides of the industry. Uh, started started the career in the industry and on the distributor side. Um, and so, based on the experience that I have, um, a lot of the things that we do in the industry are driven from the end user. You know, the people that we're you know as a distributor you're selling to. Uh, Meg mentioned fashion, um, you know, and fashion t-shirts and stuff like that. And just, you know, requesting and constantly pushing for, you know, new and better and different and, you know, more retail. Uh, I don't think our industry is necessarily trendsetters. I think we're trend followers. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so you look at the retail marketplace and, you know, six months to a year later, you know, we're starting to roll into what was happening in retail. Right. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Um, but as far as, you know, I mean, that's, that's product and stuff like that. As far as technology, um, you know, we were talking about faxing and, you know, actual, actual screens, you mm-hmm. know, that had to be mailed by, you know, USPS, uh, way back when, uh, and I'm talking about a time that I probably wasn't born yet. Um, <laughs> people you know, mailed screens, you know, how big they are. Oh yeah. <laughs> the internet has changed a lot, you know? And I mean, I think, you know, my, my dad and I were actually just arguing about this the other, we're not arguing. We were t- discussing this, uh, heavily the other day, uh, just about, you know, technology and how, you know, technology has driven faster technology. Like mm-hmm. the previous technology is you know or the the current technology is built on the the foundation the previous technology is laid uh and it's just continuing to steamroll and go you know faster and faster and faster and we're seeing advancements you know way quicker than we ever have Mm -hmm. but it's all based on you know stuff that has happened you know prior to this technology so um me personally i don't see a huge resistance to change i i can understand probably uh, you know, if you're if you're or anybody is seeing that, I you know, my first guess would be because you know our industry, especially on the distributor side, is a much more seasoned um, demographic. Ooh, good adjective. Nice, nice tiptoeing. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. I, I do tend to uh, tiptoe around the, uh, the the issues a little bit. No, um, you know, I think if 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 we're talking about a seasoned demographic, I think you know, yeah, they just may not be you know used to texting. Or they may not be used to, you know, emailing rather than faxing. Like, whatever it might be, uh, I think that may be where the resistance to change is. Um, I know, you know, me, like I said, being on the younger side, Stephen, Meg, being on the younger side, Bill, you're still pretty young yourself. Not even really. though you've been in the industry for 87 years. <laughs> yeah, 87 um, years, this will be 88. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think, it, I don't know, like, I think the younger you are and as the, the next generation sort of comes into the industry, I think you'll see that maybe change a little bit. And is that is that really what you're noticing, Bill? Is this yeah. just the demographic or is it? I think, you know, and I'm, great Great question. Here's what I I guess I'm seeing. So I'm Gen X. I'm 49 years old. I'll be 50 this year. I've been in the industry 20 years. You guys roughly are anywhere between, you know, 12 and 15 years younger than I am. And I'm wondering 12 and 15 years old. No. And I'm wondering (laughs) if the reason I'm seeing it, because when I came into the industry in 2000, things were radically different. We were using file folders. We were using fax machines. Yeah. And I've seen those come and go. And yet I still see people clinging on to some of those objects of the past. Whereas I wonder if when you guys came into the industry five, eight years later after I did roughly, 
if so, so much of that was eradicated, that you have your a, a different peer group. So, you know, when I look at, and I don't want this to get into a millennial versus Gen X discussion, because I think every generation is adaptable in the way they need to be. So there's nothing pejorative I'm about to say. But I do think Gen X, because of where we sit in our age group, we're an extraordinarily adaptable group of people. Um, I think baby boomers have struggled. They, they, the, the change accelerated so much after they reached a certain age, it's very difficult for them to catch up. Um, and millennials who are coming behind Gen X, they've always been used to this rapid rate of change. Yeah. So the, and so us in the Gen X, it's like, okay, because I think we can all sit here and say, we know Gen X people who are so stuck in their own ways, they don't change. And I think we also see Gen X people who are incredibly uh, malleable and e they're, they're eager to evolve and they drive change. So maybe I'm seeing it just from a different perspective because I really do look at it um, that it, there are, it are a large segment of our, our industry, especially on, actually on both sides, on the supplier and distributor side. You know, I see it all the time. Um, I was just at uh, a couple weeks ago. I was at the OPA, the Ohio Promotional Product Sales Safari, and I had I held individual education sessions. And I always joke. I'm, I was talking about kind of finding your own unique voice and really distributor complaints distributors have about our industry. And one of them, and I always say it jokingly, that. Um, a lot of distributors, and, and I'm thinking more mature ones or more seasoned ones, as Jeff would say, that they are. Um, they think millennials are ruining everything, and I always say they're not. Um, first of all, it's every youngest generation's responsibility to make all the older generations feel like they're ruining it for all of us. <laughs> and second, if you think Gen Z generation, uh, gen, uh, the millennials are rocking your world, wait till Gen Z comes along. Yeah, no kidding. And and so, and I told I would tell a story where you know my my grandfather came over from Scotland, thought rock and roll was the absolute death knell of society, hated Elvis Presley. My mom loved Elvis Presley. And my mom will, will tell a story of when she was 17 years old in 1957 where her grandfather made her sit in front of the oven while he placed all of her records in said oven and turned it on so they would melt. So this is, a, this is history repeating itself. I kind of got off the rails here a little bit, but I think that's why I'm seeing – so much of a resistance to change because I see, I think, a lot of my peer group very resistant to change. Okay. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay, I guess we wrapped up that podcast, <laughs> folks. So no, right away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not at all. So, I mean, one, so one of the so examples that you mentioned was like promo standards and like yeah. why why that has taken so long. And I mean, is so I, I know very little, uh, I guess, about promo standards. So I'm maybe hoping Shame to get educated. On you. Um, I know that uh, that Headwares is you know looking to get to the point where we can join promo standards. Um, and I think there's a lot of technology involved in being able to do so. Correct or incorrect? Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. So. Um, <clears throat> for for a company like Headware, we're we're global. We have 15 locations across the globe. So, uh, it's and we all sort of work together. So, what one office does, they, we all have to do. So, it, right. it becomes a very expensive thing to do. And so, for and it, and it may not necessarily be something that's demanded everywhere else. You know, here, it, you know, sure, it's a different story. You know, we we expect live inventory and we expect you know all this other stuff. And uh, I, I don't I don't necessarily I mean listen if it's a demographic thing then I'm sure the UK and 
Australia and everywhere else is probably the same way, and it's I'm sure it's something that they're experiencing to some degree as well, uh, especially with technology advancing things uh, moving forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it, it does become a very expensive thing to do for for from that standpoint. Yeah, no, totally get that, Stephen. What about you? Do you see any resistance to change at all, or, or am I on my own little island here, my own private Idaho? No, I think um, you know even recently, and and I was. I was thinking about what you were saying, and, and it's it's interesting because, you know, if you think about the whole industry, not just supplier distributor, but the promotional products industry, so that includes, you know, that rolls over into the end users buying promotional products. Um, you know, because we have been slow at, you know, changing, you know, the, the whole idea of having marketing agencies is new, which I think we'll talk about it eventually. Um, you know, that's that's been a new progressive way of selling and and things like that so i think then the result of that has been slow progression of even our buyers and the stuff that they're buying so you know i've seen a lot of resistance to change going into customers who have always ordered the same stuff and you know they're looking at just doing reorders and finally i'm you know i'm walking in there they think I'm crazy because I'm like, you know, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, why, why are you ordering this piece? You know, what's the objective? And they're like, well, we've done it for six years, and it's like, and if well, it's not broke, don't fix it. Type yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've heard that as well. And and so it takes, you know, it's, it's like I'm the first person to ever mention to question them, and it's like, how am I the first person to question your your reorder of pens? Like, what? I cannot be the first person to have ever done this before, right. and. I, I may be, you know, I may, may have been. So, you know, even still, you know, today we find people still in that boat. And it's, I think that's a result of the, the progression of the industry. And that, that may just be a, a bigger issue of just how do you sell and that evolution. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, I'm still seeing, I'm seeing a little bit of it, but not, not so much resistance to it, but that's because my perspective is to adapt it. Um, whereas, Adapt keyword right there. Yeah, that's, that's where great. I was going to go next. Yeah, yeah. but go I guess ahead, like one of the things to, to discuss or, or to, to talk about. Sorry, Bill. sorry, Meg. <laughs> can we vote? Um, Should we okay. vote? So yeah, I mean, we can real quickly. Um, no, I mean, I think like it also like you know what works versus what's a fad. Uh, and you know, Bill, sort of what you were talking about earlier. Like I relate that sort of to social media and all the different platforms and social media there are now. You know, it started with MySpace probably started with something before myspace and that's just the first thing i recall Mm -hmm. uh but you know like myspace isn't even a thing anymore you know and then it moved to facebook and i think facebook is still predominantly what most people use uh me personally i have a twitter i freaking hate it uh i don't even know what the hell snapchat is (laughs) and nor will i ever use it and i'm 33 years old so uh i can already see gen z you know ruining it for everybody (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I actually, I don't, and maybe that's, you know, again, I don't, like, for me, I don't understand what Snapchat does that Instagram doesn't do or, you know, what the real difference is and, you know, why do we need 87 different things to do the one thing that we're all trying to do. Um, so maybe that's part of it and maybe I'm part of the problem and not the solution. I don't no, know. No, <laughs> I, think, I think it's it's what, and I want to hear, I want to say something real quick and I know Meg has something to say. Um, I think the key is, we have to go where our audience lives. Um, I say that to all the time, and you know, I'm talking to maybe an, an older generation who um, they, I've heard it. I don't like texting my clients. It, it feels weird. It's uncomfortable. 
And I ask, you know, do you have any grandchildren? Yes. Do you ever text them? Well, yes, of course. It's because you know they'll respond. You have to go where your audience lives. So to answer your question, Jeff, why there are 87 different avenues for basically communication, which is what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. is because there are certain clients who live on Snapchat. I'm with you. I don't get it. But I I I I am on Snapchat, and I use to get my kids to dinner because they live on that app. That's what they do. Yes, that's, that's so how you strange. call them. Calm down yeah. for dinner. Do your choice. All right, Meg, you were going to say something. Well, I apologize. No, it's okay. It's just about adapting. So let's say you deal with the same customer and they order the same jackets every year. And I was told, hey, if, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, then what if a new marketing manager comes in with no allegiance to you and, and, and they're young and they're millennial or they're just have all these great ideas and they want to bring to the their company what they're wearing on the weekends and you kind of come at them with that same boring jacket that you've always done and somebody else who has a little bit more hop in their step or whatever it's called they they bring it something a little bit different to the table you're gonna lose that customer you know i still have customers that are like no 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 my customer still wants that gildan 5000 i'm like so you're not even going to offer them a step up yeah but somebody else is somebody else is and then you're going to lose that customer because you didn't ever try to bring something different to the table so i i do see a lot of resistant to change in some aspects but again it's just drilling it into them and educating them on why the end user the person who's going to be wearing that t-shirt at the end of the day does not want to wear that tubular carded open-ended t-shirt let's put them in a fashion t-shirt spend a little bit more money up front get a better return on your investment once they see that and that sinks in, it's become easy. I've literally taken companies that only bought that Gildan 5000 and now aren't even buying it at all. Yeah, I think the key is here in, in what we're all, I think, getting at is we, you be irresponsible to not only your own business, but certainly to your clients. If you don't use tools that will help you grow your business, you can't be stuck in the way things have always been done. Um, and you have to listen to your clients and, and kind of appeal to them. And, and it, it's smart for us, I think, as an industry and as individuals within the industry to look at outside industries and how other people are solving uh, issues of communication and uh, tracking uh, projects and so on and so forth. So um, I'm not sure we actually talked about the topic we were supposed to. But you know what? It's our podcast, and on behalf of all of us, we don't care. So I we did. I'll do what I want. Yeah. You don't. You don't feel like we did? No, I do. I do when I don't. <laughs> so um, if there's something sorry. else in your chest, Bill, let's get there's, it off your oh, chest. Oh, there's nothing on my chest. Actually, I'm just about <laughs> as clean shaven as it could be there. So, but I appreciate you asking. But you know what else I appreciate, Jeff? Gold star. Gold star. Fine folks at Gold See, Star. People know my <laughs> tricks already. I appreciate the good strongs over at Gold Star for sponsoring this fine platinum level broadcast. You know, they do carry more than just writing instruments, folks. They carry the top products in the industry in every category, just about. So if you want to learn more about that, head over to goldstarpens.com. Sign up for that free Simplicity Starter Kit. You won't be sorry that you did. Guys, as always, I really enjoyed this one, and and I'd like to give you all an opportunity to wish our audience a heartfelt goodbye. (laughs) I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you for allowing us to say goodbye this time. I just want to say you guys should comment and and let us know what you think about the resistance to change because, like Bill said, we're all sort of – you know, on the younger side. So maybe you see a different perspective than we do, or maybe there's something we didn't discuss because it is a pretty quick podcast. So yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, maybe we're missing something. For sure. I agree. Have Steven a great week. Say <laughs> Steven doesn't want to say goodbye. And, and you guys <laughs> want to know You guys want to know why I cut off the podcast and not have you say we'll goodbye. We'll just cut off Steven. Just cut yeah. him off. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say. He's dead to uh, us. On behalf of all of the good strongs here at the Industry Insider, a we bid you a fond farewell for now. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.